Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Are you looking to really accelerate your personal growth? If so, go to my website and download the free Abundance Benchmark. It's going to give you some amazing feedback on where you're stuck in life. Again, it's totally free, and you can grab yours right now at MatthewBivens.com. Welcome to Having It All. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I bring you conversations and insights that explore the question, what does having it all mean to you? My goal is to leave you with stories you can relate to and messages you can take action on so that you can create an abundant, loving life. I am so excited that you're here to hang out with me today. Now, let's jump right into this episode. Today's episode is all about the bullshit lies that we tell ourselves all the time in order to save our egos for having to face the reality of things that we've created in life. Now, I know this is the second episode where there's a lot of cursing, cursing in the title, cursing in the show, and you know what? God damn it, it is on purpose. I'm doing it very intentionally because when it comes to the things that we have convinced ourselves of, if we don't, you know, sometimes if we don't have a smack in the face, some cold water right to our face to kind of shake us out of the thought patterns, we're never going to get out of them. So that's what this is all about. This episode is about you, it's about me, it's about everyone recognizing when we are bullshitting ourselves into believing something is either true or not true when it isn't. When we know in our core and our soul and our spirit that it isn't, but we continue to convince ourselves that it is true or that isn't true just to save our own feelings, to save ourselves from having to do something uncomfortable or say something we don't want to or step into something that we're afraid of. So I have a few examples for you today. Uh, one of them is a personal example of myself, an example of me when I, an area of my life where I used to just completely bullshit myself and convince myself I was doing something when I clearly wasn't. 
And I have three other examples of uh, folks around me um, who have done the same thing. And, you know, I know that you have examples as well. And so my hope for today is that we, we shine some light on these things. We, you know, we, we, we bring these areas up to the surface so that we can look at them for truly what they are. Just look at them for what they are. Release the judgment around them because that's why we're bullshitting ourselves. You're bullshitting yourself because you're judging it. You're judging the circumstance or the person or the situation or the thing, whatever it is, you're judging it. And that's why you are trying to convince yourself of something that is is different or untrue. And so we're going to bring that stuff up today. We're going to look at it. We're going to work on not judging it. And we're going to just face it, right? Because that's what it's about. That's what having it all is truly about, living an abundant, loving life. You can't be hiding stuff. You can't be, be convincing yourself that something's true when it isn't. So... Let's jump right in. Uh, the first example I have is an example of myself. It has to do with my finances. So pretty much when I started to, when I got my first job and I was 16, up until I would say earlier this year, 2016, maybe late last year, I was, I had a, a, a lot of anxiety around money. And a lot of a, a very scarce mentality around money. I never felt like it, there was enough. I never felt like I was bringing in enough. I always felt like I didn't, I didn't have. I was without, and I always wanted more. So, few instances in my you know my adult life, um, money being just basically throwing away money or uh, not looking at bills and having debt collectors come and and try to take money away from me and just doing all sorts of stuff helped to create this, this story or this experience that I had around money to the point where I just didn't want to look at anything finance related. I didn't want to get into creating a budget. I didn't want to look at my student debt. I didn't want to check my credit score. I didn't even want to look at my bank account statement because it was always going to be less than what I needed or less than what I wanted or there was always going to be something scary attached to it. But on the other side, like the adult part of me is saying, man, you got to you got to check these things, right? Like a man is going to be on top of his finances. And so I, I did this bullshitting of myself and convinced myself that if all I did was just check to make sure that I had money in my account, check to see how much was there, that was enough. That was all I needed to do was to just once every two weeks, maybe once a month, I would just check the bank account. Do we still have money left? Okay, great. And because of all the fear and the anxiety and the scarcity that I had created around money, I didn't want to go further than that. So I convinced myself that was enough. Despite the fact I would I was always feeling anxiety. So I was feeling anxiety around money. And because I didn't want to face it, I convinced myself that doing the minimal amount was all that I needed to do. I was bullshitting myself, you know, until until I had a partner who would call me out on it and be like, we got to get a handle on this stuff. We need to, you know, I, I want, you know, Sarah w- would say, like, I want to know where our money's going. I want to I want to have a better idea. I want to feel better about our financial situation. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And so I had to buck up. And now I'm in a much different place. You know, now we do weekly budget meetings. We take a look at all the accounts. We make sure we've got this and that in place. We plan out, you know, we, we plan out the next week, month, six months financially. So in a much healthier place. But for years, I mean, I'm talking like from the age of 16 to the age of 29, I was bullshitting myself around money. And it created nothing but anxiety and 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 just unhealthy physical visceral responses whenever money was brought up for me. All right, that's my example. My second example comes from a conversation I had just uh, last week with my my sister. Um, we had a super long conversation, and we talked about all sorts of different things. And uh, she really wanted to share something with me. Um, something, you know, had to do with our relationship and how she was not feeling supported by me. And so we talked, right? And it was awesome that she texted me that saying she wanted to talk. And it was so cool that she brought it up. And while we were in the conversation, we we got onto the topic of being transparent and being able to say truly how we felt and what we wanted to the other person. And I shared with her that at times I don't feel like I can say certain things to you. And she's like, no, you can. And I said, great, because I have some feedback. And this example has to do with my sister claiming that she had forgiven a family member for something that had happened. Right? Like something had happened. She felt wronged. And again, I'm I'm using that, that term very... Um, intentionally, because I personally don't believe in right or wrong, good or bad, positive and negative. I believe that things just are. And then we assign the feeling to them. You know, we will assign in many, in many instances, judgment to, to it, to that feeling, to that person, to that thing. But going back to this example, she felt wronged and she went through the process of trying to deal with that. You know, how does, how do I deal with that? And she, in our phone call, she said she had gotten to a place where she had forgiven this family member. And I said, stop bullshitting yourself. You have not forgiven this person. And we went into a conversation about why I didn't feel like she had forgiven that person. I asked her, okay, you've forgiven that person. Will you call them right now and tell them that? And she said, no, I don't need to call him. I don't need to do that. Okay, then you haven't forgiven that person. No, I have forgiven that person. All right, well, then would you at least write them a letter? No, I don't need to do that. Why do I have to be the one to do the action? So what I was seeing, what I was intuiting, what my spirit was telling me was that she had not forgiven this person. She had not forgiven this person. But she had convinced herself or she was telling herself that she had. And that creates, in my opinion, something dangerous especially when it comes to this thing of, of forgiveness. 
Because there's so much judgment around forgiveness, right? Because you feel as if that person has, has done you wrong, has done you dirty. You feel like you're a victim to that person. And therefore, you now have the, the power to either forgive them and pardon them or to not and to hold, contempt, hold them in contempt or hold contempt for them. That's a dangerous place to be. That's so dangerous because it's just full of judgment. There's no love in that. None. So when, she, when my sister said that, I was just like, you know what? We're in a space of transparency and trust and love right now, so I can say this. And I said, stop bullshitting yourself. Stop convincing yourself you've forgiven him when you haven't. And we're still having this conversation. You know, it's, it's still going on back and forth. But she... You know, she reached out to me to talk, and there must have been a part of her or her spirit that knew that I was the potential to give her that type of feedback. And so whether or not she wanted to believe it in the moment or whether or not she wanted to believe it the next day, some part of her heard what I was saying, and it's resonated on some level. That's example number two. The next example is a friend of mine. His name is Robert, Robert Monroe. And Robert was actually on this show. Um, I, I He and I had a conversation that we recorded I think it was a few week, a few weeks ago but the title of our conversation is you have to move your feet a story about seeing the beauty in all of life's circumstances I recommend you check it out Robert has a fascinating story um, I, I, I say this to so many people who know Robert or who, who have, may have never met him but I haven't met a person who has experienced the type of things that he's experienced and who holds so much joy and love and happiness for for life and for other people the things that he's gone through in my in my mind i'm like how is this person not jaded how do they not have a major chip on their shoulder but robert doesn't and so check out check out the episode um there'll be a link to it in the show notes Um, but robert's example is a great one it's such a freaking great one um it has to do with his health as to his health. Now, as I'm recording this episode right now, uh, Robert probably weighs 270, 280. He's a big guy. And he's been uh, coming to the, the gym, the playground that I go to for, I don't know how many months, um, this year, so maybe six months or so. And uh, he's been getting it. He's been, he's been showing up. He's been doing all the physical things. Um, he runs four miles with the group on Saturdays. And Robert's the last person to... to you know, to arrive after the run, but man, he gives it everything he has and he's in, so inspiring to watch um, just continue to move no matter what his body's telling him, no matter what his mind's telling him, he's going to move. And he shows up on Tuesdays for the, the play camp, which is like a, um, a group circuit training workout. And man, he hustles. He gives it every single thing he's got. So when it comes to his physical fitness, Robert is really putting in the time and the energy and the self-love. He's putting it in because he wants to reduce his weight. He wants to regain his health. He wants to feel better physically, emotionally, all those things. But Robert got some feedback lately from, uh, from, from his trainer and coach. And he said, you know what, Robert? If you are putting as much energy and attention into your diet as you were your physical fitness you'd be dropping weight much faster. And that was a 
slap in the face to Robert. That was like a cold water in the face because he's like, I've been putting in all of this work. I've been doing all of these workouts and I've run so many miles and I just ran a 10K. I've never ran a 10K in my life and I did it. And you're telling me that I'm not doing enough? And what's hilarious is Robert had convinced himself. He convinced himself that he just needed to show up and move his feet. And that's how he was going to experience his transformation. He convinced himself that he just needed to do the physical piece. He didn't have to, to put as much energy into the lifestyle piece, the nutrition. He didn't have to put as much energy into the consciousness piece, how he's relating to all of it. No, you just, you just got to show up and you got to sweat. And if you sweat enough, you drop the weight, you gain the muscle, you get your health back. It's all about sweating. Robert was bullshitting himself. And it was obvious. It was very clear. And when he got that feedback, you know what he did? He humbled himself and he received it. He received it powerfully. It was, it was raw feedback. You know what I mean? Like it came from, like, it, it, there was love in there, but there was some fire in there too. It was Robert, stop, stop bullshitting yourself, man. You aren't giving it your all. You're giving it what, what you're comfortable with. And right now you're comfortable with sweating. You're not comfortable with giving up that food. You're not comfortable with giving up that sugar. And, you know, Robert just, he took it. You know, he quieted his ego. He humbled himself because he, he realized he was bullshitting himself. And he had summoned this coach into his life to call him out on his bullshit. And that's what he was doing in that moment. So what I love is what Robert did next. He took the feedback and he acted on it. And so for the past... I want to say it's this happened two weeks ago, a week or two ago. Robert's been eating salad for breakfast. He'd never thought that was even possible for himself. Eat a salad for breakfast? I mean, most people, I mean, I know the first time I heard of that concept, I'm like, no, I'm not interested in eating salad for breakfast. But that's what Robert's been doing. And for dinner, he's been having protein and veggies. For lunch, he'll have a protein and a carb. He's been cutting out sweet drinks. Just been drinking alkaline water. I mean, he's taken the feedback and he's applied it because he realized he was bullshitting himself. He had convinced himself that he was doing everything he possibly could and that there must be some external reason why he's not losing the weight, why his health isn't rebounding. Now that's, again, dangerous, dangerous. You convince yourself that your health gains or your health losses are the result of something external. The result of, of some, something in your environment. The result of your work. The result of your partner, your kids. I gained this weight because of my kids. Eh, incorrect. I gained this weight because I'm unable to do X, Y, Z because of my job. Eh, incorrect. And I'm so, so happy that Robert was able to show me and now you that it's all internal. It all comes from within, all of it. It always does. So that's, that's the third example. That's Robert's story. And the fourth and final example comes from Sarah. And it actually comes from Sarah's clients. So Sarah, my wife, she's a balanced lifestyle coach and a personal trainer. And one of the amazing tools that she uses with her lifestyle clients um, and a lot of her, her personal training clients 
It's called the balance chart. And I'm actually going to put a link to the balance chart in the show notes because it's an incredible tool. I've been using it for over three years. It's helped me to shift so many habits in my life, create so many healthy and empowering habits in my life. It's helped me to hold myself accountable because I found that accountability was the ingredient that I was missing most when it came to really instilling healthy habits in my life. I had nobody to hold me accountable, and I wasn't able to hold myself accountable without something. This tool does that. So Sarah works with her clients to create the balance chart for them. And what's so fascinating is there is this pattern of people. There's this pattern within people. When Sarah asks them about their eating habits, there's a pattern of bullshitting yourself into maybe it's it's not a belief, but in this moment you are 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 telling Sarah, telling your trainer, telling your nutritionist, whoever it is, that you eat and live a healthier lifestyle than you actually do. And that's bullshitting yourself. So what happens with Sarah is, you know, they're going through the balance chart and part of the balance chart, um, balance is an acronym. B stands for breath. A stands for aqua. L stands for lengthening. The second A stands for anaerobic. The N stands for nutrition, the C for cleanse, and the E for energize. And what you do is you create habits under each of those that you're going to commit to doing every day or every week. And you get points when you do them. So at the end of the week, you might have a total of, let's just say, 200 points when you, when you total up all the habits. And you can see, okay, out of, out of 200, how many did I actually get? Did I get 170? Did I get 130? Did I get 100? And you get a percentage. So you get a, a score. It really gamifies your 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 health and your wellness and it's beautiful beautiful so and nutrition sarah will ask them all right so what do you eat on a typical day and you could probably guess what people will say they say oh you know i i, I don't really eat breakfast you know i might have a smoothie or something and um, lunch is just typically a salad yeah I, I like to eat salads for lunch and uh, for dinner i'll eat um i'll eat some sort of protein maybe fish um, some broccoli and some brown rice. And um, I don't like sweets at all, so I don't eat desserts. And Sarah's sitting there thinking to herself, that's some bullshit. You're telling me that that's what you eat every day, yet you're coming to me to, make, to, to, to work on your health and your physical fitness and to, to lose weight and to make these gains. And that's what you're eating? Stop bullshitting yourself. Stop bullshitting yourself. But... It's a pattern. It's happened dozens and dozens of times with the different people that she's she's worked with. And it's interesting because they typically then break through that BS line, right? They they break through the the denial around what they're really eating or what their lifestyle really looks like. And, you know, it might just be to save face in the moment. Um, embarrassment. Maybe there's some shame in there. Um, their ego doesn't want to... to fully admit or be held accountable to what they've created in their bodies and with their health. And again, no judgment. It is what it is. I can just say that having experienced it, having witnessed it, bullshitting yourself does not lead to gains. You are not going to have long-term gains in any area of your life, whether it be you know physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, you aren't going to experience 
an increase in your health, an increase in your energy, an increase in your, your livelihood, your happiness, as long as you continue to bullshit yourself about something. So the point of all of this, you know, I'm not telling you to, to be healthier, to forgive people, to be more open-minded. I'm just telling you to recognize, recognize when you're, you're pulling that crap with yourself. You know, I, it, I do it. I do it. I delude myself into believing a false reality. And it stems from judgments. And so this episode is, is me saying, hey, I do it as well. But what I'm playing for is to have it all. And remember, all stands for abundant, loving life. I want to experience true abundance and show up in, an, in a loving way and experience love in all the different areas of life that are important to me, in my faith, in my family, in my friends, in my fitness, in my finance, and in my fun. I can't do that if I'm bullshitting myself. So I want to leave you with a takeaway. I want to leave you with something that you can actually go and do now that you've had some time to think about the area that you're bullshitting yourself in. And so what all of these different examples that I shared have in common is that each individual received powerful feedback from a source that's just going to tell them like it is. That's what I recommend you do. Go find somebody who isn't afraid to give it to you straight. It might be your partner. It might be a sibling. It might be a friend, maybe a parent. Or perhaps it's somebody, a stranger, that somebody you maybe you haven't met yet. You might need to go join a meetup group, get around a group of people, find a community or a space where you can have a loving honest, transparent conversation, non-judgment. Find that person, find that space, find that community and ask feedback, ask for feedback, solicit it. And when you do that, be humble enough to receive it. Because you can, you can be given feedback. You're given feedback all the time, every day. You're given some sort of feedback. But if you're not humble enough to receive the feedback and then courageous enough to act on the feedback, you will not experience growth. You'll just continue to, to be in the whirlpool, spinning around and around and around, moving down, down, down. And that's not what we want. That's not why you're listening to this, this podcast. You know? It's about the abundant, loving life. It's about feeling like you're on fire, feeling like you, you, you know what's important to you that, you, that you have that purpose, that big why, and you're so pumped up to go out and get it and go out and create and go out and serve people and give back. In order for you to do that, you have to feel that within. You can't feel that within if you're deluding yourself. You can't feel that if you're lying to yourself. You can't authentically feel that when you're bullshitting yourself. So think about an area in your life where you might be creating some sort of story that's not true and share it with me. 
You know, that could be a, a great first step for you. Email me, share it with me. My email address, I'm, I'm going to give you my personal Gmail email address. And um, it's awesome. People have been emailing me. It's super cool. I love that you all are, are reaching out and telling me what you're going through. And um, it's powerful. So my personal Gmail address that you can reach me at is mattcbivens at gmail.com. That's M-A-T-T-C like cat, Bivens, that's my last name, at gmail.com. Shoot me an email and tell me where you're bullshitting yourself. Am I here to judge? I, I may, may or may not give you any sort of advice. If you want it, you can ask for advice. But this is all about just sharing it, just putting it out in the open, shining some light on it. It can't be in the dark if you shine light on it. It's the first step. First step to letting it go. First step to shifting your story and creating a new reality and creating a new experience. So do that. Hit me up. I appreciate you listening to this episode. And um, if you're, if you're a, a, a multi-episode listener to the podcast, if this isn't your first, then um, thank you so much for supporting the podcast. That means a tremendous amount to me. Um, if you feel like you want to give back to me in any way, then I love a review on iTunes. That's a super simple way for you to give back. So click the button at the bottom of the episode notes for this episode. And with that, I just want to say thank you so much. Um, I really appreciate you hanging out with me, giving me your time, allowing me to be in your ear for a little while. Um, I, I appreciate you. So thank you. I am Matthew Bivens, and here is to you having it all. Two quick things before you leave. First, did you know that the Having It All podcast is a part of the Fireside Network? Yep, we are one of the esteemed shows that calls Fireside Network home. That means if you ever want to listen to a show outside of iTunes or Stitcher or whatever your favorite podcasting app is, all you need to do is visit firesidenetwork.com and under shows, select Having It All. From there, you can access all the episodes, see the show notes, learn about my guests, and more. Second, I am very excited to announce that my brand new website is live. Visit MatthewBivens.com and you can learn more about me, get plugged into an accountability group, and pick up some free content like the Abundance Benchmark. I am all about helping you not only identify what your ideal life looks like, but also helping you on your journey towards it. I want you to experience more abundance and love in your life. So, again, you can find out more information about all of that great stuff at MatthewBivens.com. Thank you once more for listening to the show. And here is to you having it all. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgle. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.